0: This is the Bounty Hunt Podcast. Bounty Hunters, we don't need that scum. A Uteni Patreon exclusive featuring Star Wars news and discussion beyond the expanded universe. I
1: have never met a Mandalorian. The Mandalorian.
0: And now, it's time to collect those credits. As you will Bounty hunting is a complicated profession.
1: Oh, man, that theme gets me. What is up, everyone? Happy Sunday. Happy Father's Day to everyone, and welcome to Bounty Hunt, a Utni Network podcast where we hunt down all the extra content in the Star Wars universe. I'm your host, Eric Eilerson, and joining me on this week's hunt are three people who are not, as far as we know, biological dads. First, we have Dr. Corey Helton. What's up, man?
0: No, I am your father. There it is. (laughs) I I don't don't know why i opened with that, but welcome, everyone. I am uh, fresh off a night shift, feeling good, finally. I slept a lot last night, which is unheard of, usually, on night shifts. So I'm excited to be here, man. I love this episode. I'm excited to talk about it. Oh,
1: I'm so freaking jazzed. And you know who else is Utah jazzed? Dr. Charles Hankel. Hey, bud.
2: Uh, hello. Yes, I'm not a Utah Jazz fan, but I am quite pleased that the Nets <laughs> lost last night. And I would also like to point out that I do have a fur baby. I do have a son.
1: That is good. I'm glad you have that son. Uh, and I'm glad you never brings- talk
0: to
2: me
1: or
0: my son again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's how we get this episode. We'll get there. Uh, but not before we get to the luminous, gloriously lit Texas face of West Jenkins.
3: Hello, everyone. I am also happy that the nets lost yesterday and especially james harden i hope he's sad but uh. um yes happy fa- happy father's day to all the fathers out there um i am also a dad for the, the the dog type and he's brought me six of six of his toys ever since we started this show so in 15 <laughs> seconds i have my room is full and there he
1: is hey, <laughs> hey, hey, he's just trying to
2: wish you a happy father's day
1: man. he's trying to be a good boy Well. We hope that uh, you all are having a great Sunday morning slash afternoon. We want to send a special Happy Father's Day to our very own Dad Batch over at Utini. We got a bunch of them. We love you all very much, but that's enough of that because we're here to talk about a particularly epic episode of the Bad Batch, Season 1, Episode 8, Reunion. Now, if you're new to Bounty Hunt, welcome to the show. We're going to say right now, we got full spoilers going on in this episode, and if you haven't watched it yet... Pause us now. Great. (laughs) Nice. Do that. I know, right? See, that was a bit. Um, Pause the show. (laughs) Go watch it. Come on back. Because we are going to recap what happened in the episode. We're going to rate it. We're going to talk about what we loved in it. Spoiler, it's a lot. Uh, And then we'll do maybe a little speculating, just have a chill time on a Sunday morning afternoon. But without further ado, let's go into what happened in season one, episode eight, Reunion. We begin on Bracca, uh, with Wrecker teaching Omega about explosives. Their relationship has been reestablished, and he surprises her with a little smoke bomb. Uh, the Bad Batch then realizes they can search the Venator ship they're on for weapons and supplies. They can finally erase their debt to Sid. Meanwhile, back on Camino, the Kaminoans discuss the news of the Bad Batch's location we got last episode and their desire to capture Omega. We'd, we confirm they are the ones that have been hiring bounty hunters. So, they send Crosshair, Project War Mantle, and a bunch of clones who then arrive on Bracca looking for the Bad Batch. And the hunt begins. The Bad Batch takes refuge in the Ion Engine of the ship, which Crosshair then orders to be started up while they're in it. But the Bad Batch cleverly, like, explodes off the casing, causing Crosshair's face to be burned in the process. Hunter and Omega then escape to the hangar of the ship and meet up with K c B! who shoots Hunter in the chest and then stuns Omega and steals her. Hunter then wakes up, a little deor- disoriented, is rescued by the Bad Batch as they leave the planet, and now they gotta go get Omega. So, y'all, uh, let's just go around to start. Rate right this episode 1 to 10. Charles, let's begin with you.
2: Um, 9.7. I really love this one.
1: Sick. Ooh. Love it. All right, Wes, our contrarian from last week.
0: You're going to shit all over this one too, Wes. Or do you have a good opinion this week?
3: This one I really liked. So I was gonna, I'm was. i going to give this one a 9.4.
0: Mm,
3: totally 9.4. Solid. Are yeah.
0: you sure you don't have a problem with how they turn on the power in the ship in this episode, Wes?
3: I think, no, you, I think you put me... I think you you lessened me, I guess last week <laughs> so, I mean, just, just, shut, just to shut the hell up and let it happen so,
1: I, I, I actually I did that <laughs> oh man, oh my God, all right, Corey, what do you got?
0: I love this episode too, but I got to stop giving episodes perfect tens, man because it's just it's not it's not right to give them all perfect tens when they're all perfect, but this episode was absolutely phenomenal if i 'm not going to give it a perfect ten i'll at least give it like a or a 9.9 it was phenomenal this might be my favorite episode so far and i may have said that last week too so
1: yeah that no problem with that i will also go like 9.7 9.8 i loved this episode a ton and i think it's really cool that we're halfway through the season and the episodes are just getting super rad um so you know let's go right into a bunch of stuff that we loved about this episode clearly from what i saw online and in discord everyone was very cool with spoilers but everyone seemed to freaking love this and let's go into why First of all, we get crosshair back. We kind of talked last week about how we assume now the second half of the season we'd be getting crosshair. Great, what, that's the what, Discord what, channel. What? That's Sorry. also OBS. <laughs> Sorry. Great job.
0: I bumped it. Bounty I bumped hunt. It, my bad. Bounty hunt.
1: Um, so we get crosshair back in this episode, which we thought was gonna happen last week, which is cool. And I want to talk to you guys about crosshair because dude is freaking brutal. In this episode, like, more than I think we've ever seen him before. He literally tries to fire at Omega above anyone else. He tries to light the entire Bad Batch on fire using an Ion engine. Like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: yo, is, is Crosshair still redeemable at this point? Or like- I ju-
0: Dude, I don't know, man. He is, like, legit scary this episode, though. And, like, <clears throat> I love that, that Omega keeps, like, pleading with him, too. And it's just yeah, not. Of course, it's not going to work. The inhibitor chips are too strong, so...
3: I think yeah. he I think he's still redeemable. He just it's all, it's all about that chip. As long as Omega is there to let everyone know, keep reminding him, "Hey, it's that chip. Remember, it's not really him, it's the chip." Then he can be redeemed at the end of the end of the season.
2: Yeah. He's he's for sure redeemable. Vader was redeemable and he wasn't doing anything because of an inhibitor chip. He he had computer parts everywhere but in his brain. <laughs> um but yeah, it, I I do love though that crosshair is kind of carrying forward that Star Wars theme of when you turn evil, uh, I don't know, uh, like, psychologically, that you become physically scarred and deformed. So that was fun to see.
1: Yeah. Isn't that in, uh, to bring it back to a book perspective, is is that in the Bane books where they talk about, like, you can only truly unlock the power of the dark side if you become physically deformed or something, like, like, suffer through the lightning? I remember that was in, like, a Holocron or something. Yeah, the Orbalisk (laughs) armor or whatever. Oh, yeah, God, the Orbalisk sure. armor. Yeah, read the Bane books, y'all, uh, including the newly released Legends Essentials Collection, Darth Bane, book one, available now at utini.com through affiliate links. Um, yeah. But yeah, I agree. I love how Crosshair, like, honestly, when they were wrapping his bandage at the end, I'm like, is he going to be Dengar? Like, he looked a little Dengar-esque. He he head wrap. Yeah, he
0: did. I wonder if that's going to be a recurring theme now. He's going to be... He's gonna be injured. Um I did pull up a couple of screenshots here. Yeah, let's, um, let's check them out. I, that's how I <clears throat> that's how I screwed up <laughs> screwed that up a second ago. But here we go. Um this is uh the very beginning of the oh. episode with Omega. This like I've like really starting to appreciate Omega. Like I think yeah. up to this point, like she's been sort of the same character, but she's starting to sort of differentiate a little bit and like like this scene was phenomenal. Uh, yeah. Of, like her disarming the bomb, and then when uh, when <laughs> when Wrecker was like, Well, you think I would mess around with the something besides a smoke <laughs> bomb?" It was like yeah. fantastic. You might
1: also, and I, and I love on the on the Omega thing real quick. I love how she's doing that thing that we love, especially you and me, Corey. That she's really working on her competence. Like she's never been incompetent, but she's like, I need to learn yeah. stuff. So I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna take time, right. learn these lessons, and I yeah. I mean, and Wrecker is so fun. Because after the last episode, we talked about you know how will they repair. I'm glad that he's back in Uncle Wrecker's seat. I'm glad he's like I I did a bad thing, but now I'm back. I'm gonna help you out. And you know what? I thought yeah. he might practice the live round, so the joke worked. I'm really glad that. He, like, and that's, how that's gonna come
2: that back was. around. I think we're gonna we're gonna see her have to defuse something to get her away from Cad Bane or what have you. Like, yep, they mm-hmm. spent oh, yeah. a lot of time on that.
1: Yeah, nothing's ever an accident in Star Wars. <clears throat> and.
0: You know, and uh, while we're talking about Omega, there's something really important happened in this episode. Omega? I'm not sure if you guys noticed. Yeah. Uh, she shot and killed somebody this episode. Oh, yeah, she did. Did you guys I notice? I actually that? did not recognize yeah, with her. That. Bow, she, she did. Killed clone. And I. You know, I may be wrong, but this may be the first time ever we've seen a, a child character yeah. shoot and kill somebody else. I mean, you guys have heard me complain about that before, of like, like Ezra stuns everybody, yeah. even though what, they're in until, huge until firefights season and they're all three, killing each other. In season
1: three, he uh, on the latest episode of the Ghost Crew on our Patreon, uh, we talk about <clears throat> Ezra, for the first time in season three, once he gets the Sith Holocron, he has a blaster and he just shoots guys in the chest, and it's like really startling, hmm. but he's also like you know, he's like sixteen or seventeen at this point. Yeah, Omega's he's a little like older 11. and stuff, right. You know, yeah, she seems right.
0: really young. Right. I I did notice that uh <laughs> not it, it, it cuts her, the frame a little bit. It doesn't you don't actually see the blaster bolt like it doesn't it doesn't linger on the guy. Yeah. That she killed it all. Like it's really quickly like Boom! She and they come guy. up. They I cut away like, from
1: her laughing and like licking blood off of her lips. Like I'm really glad they cut oh away from that. That would have been a little harsh. <laughs> oh
0: man, oh man, I loved it. I loved it. You know, and it, I think the the another scene that was very striking that was new this uh this episode is is we're starting to get a little more clues into what the Caminoans are up to. Right? Yeah, so they got some kind mm-hmm. yes. of they some kind of some kind of scheme a cooking. Dude, man. it like, made wow. me so
2: happy to just see Camino again. That shot from the outside with the rain. I was like, yeah. Yes, here we it, go. It yeah.
0: was so good, like that. The opening scene of the boots on yep. the floor—it looked like live action. It was so good. Admiral, like,
1: is it Rampart? Is that Rampart? Yes. Yeah, Rampart. Because uh, he he clearly <laughs> just wants the batch like eliminated. Doesn't really care. And I lo- and I love that the was it the the split between him for the Empire and the Kaminoans who are like if who now uh, we know for sure one Omega. Like Omega is the goal. I think mm-hmm. we like kind of known that but I liked the confirmation again that they don't really care about Mm -hmm. the guys they want Omega back because she is special she is the future of the cloning and she is the only way the Kaminoans can kind of like keep up you know so I'm glad they had that, but I also love the fact that they're kind of like, "Oh man, we made this large contract with the Empire, and now we're kind of screwed, and we're all gonna die." Uh, yeah. So what kind of what can we secretly work out beneath? And I love that they freaking hired bounty hunters. Yeah. Like, oh my god,
3: brought yeah. it Any back, uh... brought it back around to that to like the original trilogy where bounty hunters were like a thing that's that true. you did, right? Yeah, so, yeah, they're yeah, useful. That's right.
0: <laughs> That's right. Any uh, any speculation, maybe about what the what the plan is? Like, what are they what are they trying to do? Are they like, why do they want Omega so bad? We still don't know what her what her deal is, right? But like, no. Gotta, why is why is she so crucial to like the survival of the Kimonoans? They
3: it, they gotta want some of like her DNA because they they probably practiced a lot and screwed up and they got yeah. a bunch of a weird clones Dino in the back DNA. that are like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they, yeah, they got a bunch of mistakes that they have that they have to, they have to shoot off the platform. But yeah, yeah she's the yeah. one that actually worked out, and so they need to try to re- recreate that.
1: Well, and I also wonder if like all of the Jango Fett clones, right, are essentially legally property of the Empire, right? They that's the that's the thing. So maybe Omega is is like the next strain that she's not em- empirical property. That she's like okay, we mm. can kind of branch off and do something else and try to stay going, which we of course know probably doesn't happen given their mm-hmm. complete disappearance, um, in the Greater Galaxy. But I think it's she's maybe represents their last chance. But uh do we I know that we're still a little early in the episode. Do we wanna go right into kind of the biggest reveal? Speaking of bounty hunters that happened in this episode. Yeah. Yes, please. Um sure. how'd y'all feel when when you saw that hat come out <laughs> of the ship? Like in freaking cat mother <laughs> Bane
0: showed up.
3: <laughs> for real. I know. Away. I was blown away. I was thrilled. I was yes. thrilled. We were in, definitely in a Western motif. Like 100% oh, yeah. the, the, the theme changed. And he was, yeah, he was way more cowboy in this episode than he ever was in the Clone Wars.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. for sure. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> so Cad Bane sure. is like, he's that guy. You know what I mean? Like, he is that guy. When he showed up in the Clone Wars, I mean, Whoa, you guys yes! remember. Oh, nice. Nice. That's nice. Yeah. Was that like a three and three quarter inch Cad Bane? <clears throat> no,
3: this is, the, this is the Black Series. Oh, it's the Black, Black series. series. I opened oh, the box. Wow. <laughs>
2: Can you believe it?
0: <laughs> worth it. But yeah, think, I would absolutely
2: open the box. Think back box. to when Cad Bane made his, some of his earliest appearances in the Clone Wars. I think it was like the Holocron heist type story, um, yeah. yeah, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: No, the, the I think the first time he shows up is when he busts uh, Zero out, maybe. Oh, uh, maybe I, it was I, that. I literally watched, I really, really watched that earlier because when I, I watched Bad Batch again today in Disney+, it was like, hey, you might want to watch Clone Wars. I'm like, I yeah, think I would really <laughs> like to watch some Clone Wars. Well, <laughs> but, either, like
2: this but either way, season w- one. as soon as they introduced him, he was probably one of the most capable non-force using characters I think that we've ever seen and he lived up to that here too I mean he uh, he just shoved Hunter right out of the way and he did what Fennec Shan couldn't do Um, yeah so I thought that was pretty incredible
0: yeah. I- yeah, if you uh, if, if you had me if you had me pick my uh my Star Wars Bad Batch bingo card, Cad Bane would not have been on it. No. I would, I, would <laughs> no. I forgot that he even existed. Like yep. like but I mean you're right, he survived. I mean he would have survived Order 66 and yeah. like Yeah. Why not? He just stopped being in the Clone Wars one episode and we just forgot about yeah. him, I guess, man. I'm so pleased to see him. You think he's going to survive the show? Like
1: I I think he will. In the chat they bring up something here uh that some people were talking about that there was a Clone Wars arc that that never got released. You know, one of the one of the ones they never made, one of the ones that didn't make it into season seven, that involved a Cad Bane Boba Fett like epic duel that that people talked mm. about. And I wonder if they if this is their way of maybe getting that in. It's like Cad Bane reestablishing maybe. an animation because mm-hmm. if all these bounty hunters are being hired, Fennec and Cad, it makes sense that maybe Boba would as well. And are they? Yeah. Kind of like War of the Bounty Hunters in the comics right now, are they essentially mm. going to be fighting over the bounty on Omega? Because that's got to that be huge. That
0: would be good.
2: Are we gonna? Yeah. See, yeah, yeah. Are we gonna see Fennec Shan, and uh, and Cad Bane going toe to toe? I would watch a whole episode. I of think that. So. Yeah, that like no, I think so. Like no bad get, batch. Like just yeah, them yeah. Where,
1: where is Dale? Said this earlier. I. This is what I think. I wonder if they'll make a deal with Fennec, a truce to get her to to get Omega. So she's like, we'll let you get the bounty easier if you help us get her back. Like, kind of make Fennec a good character. Because I think they want to make her mm-hmm. a good guy in the Star Wars universe for the most part. Yeah, yeah. Or at least, like, morally good. So I think that she Fennec's going to team up.
0: She hasn't really been established as a bad guy yet no. either in this show, for sure. She right? killed I a mean, couple cops, but who, has <laughs> <it>? <laughs> <Yeah. I laughs> who
1: has murdered
0: him in Star Wars, man. You know, <laughs> right in the chest. Going, going back to the whole confidence thing, Eric. Like, I need a teenage Boba Fett who is su- supremely comp- yeah. competent. Like, please, yep. like after the Boba head, Boba Fett, Boba head, after the Boba Fett that we got in the Clone Wars, I really need to see. Something that makes him fairly confident before he's, like, the Boba Fett. Yeah, because he has this
1: huge—like, the biggest reputation, right? So let's see him— Earn that a bunch, and what better way to do it than getting involved right. in like a war of bounties with the Bad Batch and Fennec right. and Cat? Like it's yeah. it's just really going in a basically really cool direction.
0: basically the only the only animated character the only character in the history of animation whose portrayal I've just wholeheartedly disagreed with has been the depiction of Boba Fett and like, a kid. He was such an annoying kid, man. All the way th- all the way through the Clone Wars, he's yeah. like no redeeming true. arcs yeah. whatsoever. It sucks, man. But you know, he had like but- an
2: adverse childhood event of picking up his. <laughs> Father's head off of a Gean Ocean <laughs> Arena floor. So again, cut him some who among
1: us? From. Happy Father's Day. But <laughs> yeah. but
2: I want to put this I want to put this out into the universe. Um, I'm worried about Omega, guys. I'm worried about Omega yeah, because I know personally I'd probably have some Stockholm syndrome if Cad Bane uh, kidnapped me because he is so Ooh. cool. She might be safer actually with Cad Bane, like as a bodyguard, than with the entire Bad Batch. For real, yeah. because I mean, look what, what? what look what he did to Hunter just immediately, and before we before you comment on that, I have to say he rocks the yes. toothpick way cooler than crosshair.
0: Yeah. Yes,
2: there's yes. A, only one person can oh, have a toothpick sure. in this show. If you're gonna bring cabin in, crosshair has got to retire the toothpick. Yep, he's got to go to gum or yeah. something. Yes,
1: uh, what's gum? <laughs> what's the uh, what's, what's his droid's name? Do we? Do you remember? Oh yeah! I can't remember. It's voiced by Seth Green, isn't it? Yeah, because you know what? Yeah, it That's is. It is. <laughs> uh, that droid and Omega are gonna have such great scenes next week. I'm calling it now. She's gonna yeah. be so fascinated by him. He's like, "You are Omega. You are a clone. We're going to Camino," and she's like, "Oh, and you're a droid with what's Cad Bane, or however she's gonna say his name. Like, <laughs> it's gonna be great. It's gonna be so cute. Uh, she's gonna be like, I
3: mean, speaking of Cad Bane and. Uh, and Hunter, like when we when we watched Cad Bane in in the Clone Wars, he yeah. had all the tricks and all the gadgets to get out of every situation. When you thought he yep. was down and out, he'd shoot off with his with his foot like rockets, and then and take yeah. off Yeah, rocket boots. But if you're gonna get in a fight with Cad <laughs> Bane, I don't think a a standoff with a with him is gonna is gonna be the way to go. You're Dude, gonna need more than one person.
0: Ha- to yeah, take not a great, great Hunter. Hunter did not stand a chance. By the way, <laughs> no. like. Mm-mm. Like, Cat Bain didn't even have his hand on his gun, and Hunter basically did. And, yeah. Like, he smoked him, man. I smoked him. Which, again, I think... He got a I shot
3: think, off. Yeah! He got a yeah, shot He, off. he, a sh- he, he, off he shot no, the... Guys, the sort of
1: poor Toto 360. George, 360. Toto
3: 360.
0: Cat 360. Bain shot first. Yeah. Coinc- <laughs> coincidentally, last night, when I was on Night Shift, funny enough, coincidentally, before I watched... Not, not last night. Night before last. Before I watched the episode, uh, I saw on Reddit or Facebook or some social media, like, there is a real... Like Olympic level competition of that type of shooting, a quick draw. Like yeah, I don't a quick draw. Yeah. yeah, right, right. And somebody broke the world record for like the fastest quick draw. Like it was like .24 seconds or something like was that. It bad pain. It was outrageous. <laughs> I saw the I video of them doing that. So like when when it when they showed like and I had like looked it up and like read a little bit about it on the skill it takes to do that just because I was curious. And you signed and up for lessons and now you're going to be doing <laughs> yeah. that. That's the next <laughs> we hobby. Know how, we know how your brain works. <laughs> oh my God, you're not you're not wrong. But, uh, so all that was on my mind, like when this whole Cad Bane thing happened, I was like, dude, this is epic. I love this. I love yeah. this so much.
1: And again, I think it, it does a great thing in this series, <clears throat> which is this series keeps surprising us. Like they're like the main character really is Hunter. He's the leader of the squad that is named mm. in the show, and he just got shot in the chest in the middle mm. of the season. Like, yeah. I'm I'm glad yeah. he survived, but I also had the moment of, like, oh, my God, they might have just killed Hunter. I thought, I, I legit thought,
0: thought that. Holy, holy shit, I thought he was dead. He got
1: shot in the chest, yeah. man.
0: Like, how do you survive that? Like, good
1: armor,
3: I guess. Is that reinforced armor? Uh, it doesn't
0: seem to work for anyone else. <laughs> yeah, I, know, I, don't, right? I don't know, man. Let's let's also talk about the aftermath of that scene and the first time we've ever seen first person mode happen. That was yes. yeah. Any yes. of this animation that was the coolest thing I think I've ever seen. With that, the that, heavy breathing. Saw,
1: yep. Uh-huh. Yes.
0: When I saw that scene, I was like, "This is going to be my favorite episode of the whole yep. season." I really think it was because, like, it doesn't like linger on it either. It's like it's absolutely his perspective of the blaster fire like coming yep. in and mm-hmm. like record like. It was crazy, man. I, yeah. I absolutely loved that first person mode. Uh you can't see out of the helmets for shit though. No. I gotta say no. right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well and Wes Wes Wes, you know more than us probably where that HUD is from. It's Republic Excuse Commando. Me? Yeah, Republic the game. De- I right. was just it's gonna the say. Same that. HUD. Yeah.
0: yeah. It was. I, I was gonna yeah, say it was. That's
1: definitely a yep. callback to Republic
3: Commando. And speaking of wrecker, he had the bow in his hand. So <laughs> when we when we, those questions arise of oh, uh, Omega
1: dropped her bow, but how does she get it back? There it is. Mm-hmm. Yes, at it somebody at it thought in. of that. It's it pretty it wild. Oh, real quick, guys. Obi-Wan in the chat makes a great point. Um, we forgot Hunter was wearing plot armor, so that's why he was fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a great point. True.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> forgot a great point. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I do, Fantastic. I do love with the
1: w- – real quick on the HUD still, because that, again, that was one of my favorite moments, and I had the same thought, Corey, of like, ooh, this episode's really great. Like, yeah. the fact that they use things like the HUD and they bring things back, like Cad Bane. <laughs> like, this show is, I, I think, maybe breaking some of the most new ground in a while with shows. Like, it's doing a lot of stuff. But with that mm-hmm. and Braca and the Zygerians, mm-hmm. like, it's doing callbacks so well. And it just yeah. makes the universe lived it. It makes it feel right. like it, yeah. it's how Easter eggs should be done. Yeah, and I think straight it, up. It,
3: it's advantageous. For- for this show, because it has all that that they ca- can call back on. Yep. So, like when the Clone Wars came out, they weren't able to call back on all these like the video games and right. and, and various yeah. things because it wasn't yeah. it w- didn't exist yet. But yeah. now now we can we can take in all those Easter eggs a lot better. Seeing the Scrapper's
2: oh. Guild is really is really cool. I gotta say that. Yeah. And I'm that one, love their masks. I thought I did anyone else think it was like- hilarious when uh, they like stunned the first couple and then the last guy was like getting away. And he ends up just like getting yeeted off like the like he falls like <laughs> into glitch. the abyss, and right? no one says yeah. anything he's about it. Like, I was like,
1: oh my, oh yeah, oh he's just a dude. <laughs> he's so dead.
0: I, I, if you stun somebody before chucking them off a cliff, you might as well just shot them. In fact, yeah. I, may just, I may have just preferred to be shot at that point. Like, oh, a, maybe it's like a uh, car crash when
3: you're drunk and your body's limp and you survive it. Oh you my
2: bounce, god! He bounces. He's still screaming and falling at this exact moment. <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, y'all, Paul. Great chat. Talking the chat right now. Paul brought up a great point that hurts my soul. Omega probably thinks Hunter's dead because he didn't wake up until they were gone. That's True. But also, Dale and Obi want to make a good point. What if she feels his presence in the Force, and that's how we <laughs> find out uh, she's Force sensitive? Force <laughs> oh my god! No. I don't know. I don't know about so that. So many possibilities. Oh, maybe so.
0: That that would certainly be a good explanation for why the Kaminoans want her back so bad. Of like, they yeah. think that she's going to be a lead on on Force sensitive like clones. What's
1: her, well, M, they count can <laughs> What's her yeah, M count? Manipulate. What's her M count? Manipulate the M count. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That's genetics, can we can know? we
2: go back to um, the Ion Engine? We haven't yeah, we haven't really talked sure. to, like we talked about Crosshair Holy getting shit. burned, but like, can we talk about what Bad Badge did in there and all that? Because that was wild. Yeah, yeah it
0: was. I, I that was something we've we've never seen before. I mean, no. I think my. I think my favorite part of that whole thing is when they're walking through the, walking through the engine, and tech is and tech is like, yes, you know, this is really a, an engineering marvel. the the coding on this thing is like capable, and, and, and records like no one cares. <laughs> <laughs> I,
3: I replayed that this morning. I was like, it's probably, that's probably something really important that we should pay attention to. And then I was it's like, no one cares. Well, and I, and I love <laughs> in in the lead
1: up to the engine moment. It's so cool watching like the chess game between. The Bad Batch and Crosshair and the clones. Because the clones now... Alex Damon made a great point of this on Star Wars Explained. They're Their inhibitor chips, they're not thinking freely now. Because the chips are activated. So they probably can't adapt to tactics as well. So the Bad Batch knows that, oh, they're going to take a left here. So we hide here. They're going to go here. So we go here. Because they know all that. But Crosshair then knows the Bad Batch tactics. So then he's one step <laughs> ahead of them. So I loved yeah. how... The, we, I thought the Bad Batch was going to get away Scott, free in the engine, and then Crosshair's like, "Yep, thought you'd be here. That's why I sent someone to the to the bridge, and that's why I'm sniping you right now." Like, it was such a cool, yeah. <laughs> continuous counter of tactics. I but at, that. but at
2: the same time, I was, whenever Crosshair got burned, and then everyone ran over to him, and they like had no idea what to do next, and he was like,
0: "They're going for their ship,"
2: and I was like, uh, yeah, <laughs> like, it was like, "Yeah, probably. Like, it's their only way out of here." But okay,
1: yeah.
0: Well, I I think that's part of you know, we were we were talking a few minutes ago about like like how we're seeing the transition of so many different things in this mm-hmm. show, right? We're yeah. seeing like we're we're transitioning from Clone Wars to Empire, and this is such an exciting, fun thing to sort of see play out. Like the other screenshot I had pulled up here is this shot, man. Like oh. what the heck, dude. Such a good shot. We're really starting to see the Empire sort of reveal itself in the clones. This was they like they were kind of scary this episode. Mm-hmm. Like all the clones were. I really enjoyed seeing like they're starting to sound like stormtroopers. Yep. The way mm-hmm. they yep. they answer orders without question. Like it's good. I like it. It's a lot of yeah. fun.
1: It's really creepy. And and the fact <laughs> that they're going to these brutal tactics, because like the clones were were like always winning, right? They would get their victories but it was never like brutal necessarily that much against the separatists and now like mm-hmm. this whole ion engine plan is terrifying it's like hey my friends who i grew up with and hey clones your fellow clones and a child turn on just, the ion engine just, so they're immolated Just cook them alive in a right.
0: freaking ion i scary. thought the, yeah. the energy seeing
2: the engine turn on from the inside honestly was really cool too cuz i've always yeah. loved how much uh Filoni and the whole the whole art team, I guess, for all these Star Wars animated shows got so much better at the explosions and stuff. And yes, how yeah. like if you go look at early Clone Wars and then you look at like late Rebels and all the intricate like different small colors, like there were they would throw greens and stuff in there. That yeah, beans yeah, like, right.
1: explosions especially were so cool always. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And like seeing like this engine just come to life and energize and it felt almost like it had the essence of seeing the Death Star laser power on for the first yeah. time right. and hope. Like it was I love that. It was so cool. All
0: right, so I I just had a th- you just brought up a really interesting point Charles that that gave me a, a thought that only the most hardcore of nerds would appreciate this. The Hi
1: audience. People that are doing people that are Welcome. doing a
0: Star Wars podcast and or listening to a Star Wars podcast. You know, the depiction the depiction of engines yeah. in Star Wars uh-huh. Uh-huh. may be Maybe like one of the best ways to discuss the progression of, of how Star Wars has changed over the years. Because an engine flare is the first thing we ever see in the history of Star Wars. And when A New Hope opens, the opening shot of the film is... Is the V4 being chased by a Star Destroyer? And if you look at the engine lights in that scene, it's it's been changed like eight times. Every time they re they wait wait they the changed
1: original. the original trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in case you didn't know, a thing
0: McClunky. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> the opening scenes have changed so much. So like the most recent one, the one on Disney Plus, it looks like a pretty good engine, like like mm-hmm. it, this pulsing and stuff. But like in the very original, I have the the un uh, what is it called the un uh, specialized. The de-specialized editions, right? Uh, Eric, you and I both have those. Mm-hmm. And, like, you can – it's, it's like, very low-tech effects. Like, yeah. really, really low-tech effects. So, like, to go from that in freaking 1970s, man, to come to – we got to discuss how an engine worked. We got to see the lighting. We got to see the ignition process. Like, um.
1: dude, this is, like – 45 years of Star Wars or some shit, man. That is crazy. Well, it is crazy. It's incredible because these kind of things are why I love the reference books that are coming out in the past couple of years so much because they're getting these freaking nerds that saw that stuff in the 70s, and yeah. now they're making these manuals all about how the parts actually work. And if you ever, like, follow any of the creators of other books or shows of art departments on Twitter, like – that's what they use. They use the reference books that are written and say, "Okay, how do we make this? Yeah. How do we put these things into the show?" So, like, yeah. they're it's all it's all connected, man. It's why my bookshelves are screaming <laughs> out in it's pain because I need to know the complete vehicle history of. I need to know what yeah. a Venator's thing looks like. Actually, hold on, I'm going to see if a Venator is in that book. Keep talking. I bet it
0: is. Yeah, I bet it is. <laughs> I'm sure it but is. How about? I'm sure it is. How
2: about the? Uh, did anyone else kind of? Yeah, it's a great book here. Um, but did anyone else kind of question? I know the Bad Batch was desperate, but like just placing all those charges around like the engine to try to blow it up and detach it, I was just like, "Holy smokes!" They, like they're dead one way or another. Yeah. It's risky. Yes. Yeah, so and like, they, what, they if if it, what if what if they like blew up some of it and not fully circumferentially? Exactly.
3: Like <laughs> they, they executed that plan like it was going to work a hundred percent. Yeah. And I was like, "There's probably. I mean, there's probably." 12% chance this is going to work. And what if you <laughs> Never didn't tell them enough the charges around? It just blew
1: holes. It just blew holes around it, but it yeah, didn't actually fall apart. There it is. So here's the venator. They're there. This is the... Hey, kids. <laughs> here's the engine, to the engine compartment. Oh, yeah, audio people. There <laughs> you go. <laughs> Look at that. Oh, my God. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff in here. And you're right, Wes. It says uh, the power can turn on... No
0: matter how many years it's been for no reason at uh, all.
1: So yeah, great, it's in the book. This is a, this is how Eric's it's, gonna it's like read documented. bedtime stories to
2: his kids when he's a dad. He's he's okay. gonna pull that's this right. book out. All right
1: kids, so today we're talking about Ewings. Cares. <laughs> I just wanna go to sleep. Well that's too damn bad. <laughs> Uh, it was
0: good stuff, man. Yeah. Good yeah. stuff. Like the everything, the, everything about the whole engine compartment yeah. was cool. And you know, I really like that they also addressed the sort of obvious answer too, because uh, Re- Wrecker was carrying a proton torpedo. Yeah, like why don't we just chuck that in there and blow it up? And they were like, Dave Filoni was probably like, you know what? The nerds are going to argue about this on Star Wars podcast. We should probably like you know tie up this loose end real fast
1: (laughs) i do love that record just like chucked a proton torpedo at a guy's face i'm like yeah that was smashed him to death so aside from all the cool action stuff let's get let's talk about the end real quick because omega's gone like omega i have
0: i have one more thing to bring up too never mind you
1: first Cause I'm sorry'm sorry I want I to end on the Omega
0: thing because yeah. that's the important thing yeah, one more small detail that easily overlooked that I literally just thought of when tech and Omega are in the uh they're on the bridge mm-hmm. right Omega has this moment where she like looks off twenty four minute episode they spent time on this. Mm-hmm. I thought it was important. she looks off into the distance and then she asks tech what was the war like oh that was, uh,
1: yeah. That was such that was a great. good yeah. moment, man. Yeah. And he
0: like he like rattled off some like very technical, yeah. you know, answer. And she's like, "No, what was it like?" And she was like in deep thought in yeah. that moment. And I was like, "What? What That's is this? What moment. does this mean? What does this mean? Like, what are they trying to tell us about Omega's character? Like, I, 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 I don't know. It was it was really good. I would have really liked good. to hear
2: yeah. though probably anyone else's." Maybe not Wrecker. I would have liked to hear. You know, I would like to hear <laughs> Hunter's answer to that question. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. dude, because, I want to hear echoes or echo. Yeah, because well, I really love those two. I love hearing the psychological stuff. You know, right. of what is warfare? What is it to experience warfare? Especially for those bred for that express purpose. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: they had that. They had a brief conversation. I don't know if it was right before that or right after it. And they said, "Well, we wouldn't." I forgot who said, we wouldn't be in this, si- Echo, we wouldn't be in that situation if we had gone with Rex. And he was like, yeah. Rex has a different point of view. And he's like, does he? We're all soldiers yeah. here. Yeah. And that's right. I was like, that's, that's right. interesting they put that in there.
0: Yeah, it's like, I, I my money is still on, that's where the show is going, is they're going to hook up with the Rebellion, right? Like, mm-hmm. at some point. Maybe. And we talked about last week that, you know, they haven't really said there how many seasons of the show there's going to be, right? right? So. I don't know. I mean it, it feels like it could be a one off thing, but we're halfway through the show now and Omega is still not very developed as a character. We don't know what her thing yeah. is yet, right? So and now she's maybe gone. there is plans to be more, right?
1: Like I, I love I, I love Omega because the, the younger characters in all Star Wars, <clears throat> like Ahsoka, Ezra, Omega are, are clearly like supposed to represent us as audience looking in, right? Where they yeah. ask the mm-hmm. questions, they are the exposition machines. And I think that question about the war is meant to get us as an audience thinking about exactly what you guys are saying. It's like, okay, you love that show. It was a lot of great action. But really, what was it? like? What was it like to watch the people suffer, especially now that we know Pal- Palpatine did the whole thing? Like, It goes a lot deeper. And to have to explain <clears throat> war to a child, I think it's something that, yeah. I mean, hey, it's Father's Day, right? A lot of parents have to do at some point. Like, why do people kill each other? Why do these things happen? And I think having Tech do it was actually a smart writing thing because we don't have to go that deep on this episode because he's not that deep into it. But I think having Omega ask those questions is very interesting, and I think that's not going away. It's a great point, Corey. I love that a lot. Um,
0: It was was really good. One of my favorite moments, I think, of the show so far, and that these... The the panoramic scene shot that it shows of looking over Bracca, there's a lot to—I paused it on that. There's a lot to digest, and there's a a lot of Mm. ships, and there's more than just, like, the the Venator-class ships out there, right? It's Mm carnage.
1: It's a planet of carnage.
0: Right, and, like, we keep getting these little insights into Omega's character. Like, she's young, like, 10, 11, or something like that, but still, like, she has— pretty heavy questions and yeah we still don't know anything we don't know anything about her we don't know what her background is how educated she is she certainly seems to not really know much about the clones which is weird yeah right like like She's some a very unique clone, obviously, but she seems to not know anything about the clones. Like what, what has she been doing this whole time? She seems to like, understand is,
2: like the like the technical information about them, because like she knows about the inhibitor chips, et cetera. Yep. But it almost yeah, seems true. like she's never really interacted with them, like on a personal level yeah, until she, she reads. Right. Right. Right.
1: Yeah. Right. Which also brings the question like, does she have a chip? Maybe it doesn't do order sixty six, but she was a clone. That's a good question. Right. Order sixty seven, baby.
3: I mean, maybe the Kaminoans were keeping her away from the clones, so she couldn't she couldn't yeah. possibly know all that information.
1: So, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. like you said, Gory,
3: I mean, it's up in the air. We don't really know yet until right. they yeah. tell us.
1: <laughs> well, and now it's a question of, like, you know, she's she's with Cad Bane now, right? Bane takes her away. They're gone. They are... As friends. As friends. <laughs> they're, they're buddies now. <laughs> so they take her away, but now she is, we, we assume, going back to Camino. Um, and the bad batch has now lost the only thing that we've ever seen them lose. Like in, in our entire history as viewers with them, they have won every skirmish essentially. They've escaped yeah. as they needed to. They've never had any of them die. They've even when when Rex shows up, they're fine, when Fennex shows up, they're fine. like this is the first real huge loss other than losing crosshair, I guess, but you know he's still alive. I think there's still possibilities. They have now failed so hard that the one thing that they valued is gone. Like, this next episode, how do you think that's affecting everything, Omega and the Batch alike?
0: Hmm. I think we're going to see a lot uh, from Hunter, uh, because he's going to feel a lot of guilt uh, about this. because he was there. And now... And we're also probably going to get a little bit of that classic trope of now he's injured and he wants to participate but he really can't, right? So I think we're going yeah. to get a lot of that. We gotta finish the mission. <laughs> yeah. Do they? Well, yeah. that's the
3: thing. Do they <laughs> go that. back and do they go back to Sid for another mission or do they do you immediately go looking for for uh, for Omega? Yeah. Oh, it's gotta I mean, be Omega.
1: It's gotta be.
0: But the last the last lines of the episode was we have, we have to find her. Right? I think yeah. 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 says. Well, so yeah, so I, so.
1: I might ask for help what, though.
0: What
2: happens though? Let's think about that when, let's say Omega makes it all the way back to Camino. What what happens? We know the Kaminoans want her. Uh we know that Rampart and the Empire kind of just want to wipe these people out like that they can't use. Like would the are the are the Caminoans going to have to hide Omega from like Rampart and in the Empire cuz would they just kill her on on site, or are they going to figure out why it she's important time. and then try to use right. her for for their efforts? I mean, sure. there's a lot of questions there.
1: They have to smuggle her really in, is. I think, like because I, I, I feel like they would put Omega in like a back room, like whatever. If we're talking about her not really interacting with the clones a lot, maybe they've had a back room where they're like, "All right, we're keeping her in there. She got out once, and we're just going to experiment on her and do whatever we got to do." Mm-hmm. Um, because I, I, you're right, Charles. I think that if Rampart got a whiff of her, or, like, knew that something was going on, it would probably not end too well.
2: And so, and so Bad Batch is gonna, I mean, they're gonna have to repeat something they've done, right? With going back to Camino, uh, even in like the first episode, like yeah. trying to escape when Crosshair had his first standoff with them. I mean, we might kind of <sighs> see that play out again.
1: Yeah. I don't think they're making it to Camino. I, I think that, oh, and only this is pure speculation because it's only episode 8 out of 16 i think that camino might be where we end this season but i think that bane mm. might like you know stop off at a planet for fuel and or or whatever and i think they're gonna have to like track him down throughout the galaxy before he makes his way back would be my mm. guess but that may- it brings the- Wes's
2: <laughs> point it's a good point yeah and and what you're saying Eric. this is only this was only episode 8 i mean there's a lot of time left between now and the finale of this show. And this does seem like the inevitable thing that was always going to happen. And it's happened yeah. at the halfway point. So is there yeah. something even bigger coming? Like, we thought right. this was the big thing. Maybe it's not.
1: She's a Palpatine. What is oh. she? So <laughs> oh, my God.
0: Get the hell out. Every time, oh my baby. God.
1: <laughs> what kind
0: of... You know, an important question I think to ask is what kind of bounty hunter is Cad Bane? Right. right? Is he a... damn good is one. He good a, one. A, <laughs> a, is he a... Well, we have two kind of bounty hunters in Star Wars, right? We have the kind that, will, that are loyal to the contract and they will do whatever it takes to fulfill the contract. We also have Four. the... We also have the "I will sell out to the highest bidder" type of bounty hunter, Ooh, right? right? That's so what—that's what I'm thinking
3: too, Corey. Yeah, <laughs> like
0: maybe the Empire is going to get whiff of uh, of who Omega actually is and find out that Cad Bane has him. Maybe he sells her to the Empire instead. Yeah. We get a big face off with the Empire. Which, bring it on, baby! I want to see what clone uh, like a really heavy action sequence of just like like forget forget like crosshair and that whole arc that's happening. Let's see, just straight up. I want to see some stormtrooper kind of action. I mean, I you know, want to see clones and
1: remember in, in season seven where it was the this episode where the Bad Batch went into that tower and it was just that camera that followed them as they all did their really cool moves. I yeah. want mm-hmm. at the end of the season, for some reason, we got the Bad Batch teaming up with Cad Bane and Fennec Shand and Boba Fett <laughs> against the Empire in Camino just being like Bah-na-na-na, and it's just like a giant action scene. <laughs> but but you're managing it's your, your expectations. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I also want them just to have, have a nice conversation around a table. I think that would be fine. Um, I'm ready.
3: I'm ready to see—not ready, but I'm interested to see when the when the stormtrooper helmets change. When does that change right. happen? It's because they're still they're still in Clone Wars type yep. era, I guess, a little it's a bit. Good question. You, can see, you yeah. see subtle changes what, it's like, only with like been... the teeth. At the bottom, so I mean, guess. A couple days? Yeah. I mean, how,
1: long, how, I mean, how much time have you guys, just Guys, we've, we've all worked in companies where they're like, okay, we're going to change the uniform. All right, so we're going to roll it out next month. But <laughs> you have to make sure you get your request in for your new uniform, and that's going to have to go. Th- and this is millions of clones. So we got to make sure you get the request forms in. Oh, oh We're going to lose them. All right, you have to resubmit because you didn't <laughs> sign the right line to get your new helmet. Like it well, well, let's have a, that's, that's how it
0: happened in the Clone Wars TV show right? there was a little bit of mixture amongst helmets yeah. for a that's couple true. episodes but, but, phase one
1: so. phase but
2: Steve the clone <laughs> is going to show up on Monday in the phase 3 or whatever armor and yeah. everyone else is in their <laughs> new stuff he's like was that today? Was that today? oh yeah. no
1: I forgot hey Steve if you don't have your phase 3 stormtrooper helmet you gotta go back home and change like I'm sorry <laughs> but you gotta do it
3: and you have to use it as a, as a holiday you can't use it as a work day so you're going to be back and forth
1: <laughs> Okay, guys. Next show, not Bad Batch. I Mm. want Middle Management Empire. I I only want. (laughs) It's like uh, Loki. Everyone that works at the TVA, but you laugh.
0: But we we have gotten a shockingly large amount of Middle Management Empire through (laughs) the years, right? Like, (laughs) there's the the freak the freaking scene where they where they retcon the guy that didn't shoot the escape pod with C three PO and two D two in Episode Four, right? Of like, no, no, no. We have to meet our metrics. Don't shoot that. Like, we don't want to waste any ammunition. I want my KD ratio to be yeah. off. All right. And then like.
1: Lost Stars, when they're at the Imperial Academy, remember uh, he's growing, so he has to go get his new uniform every time? Uh-huh. Yes, yeah. yeah.
0: We, get it. we get a lot of that through the years, so it's ridiculous. Ridiculous.
1: <laughs> but not next episode, everyone. We don't think that's going right. to happen. <laughs> Sorry. Any, uh, any final thoughts about this truly epic uh, episode? I- I'll say now as we're talking about it, I think this is my favorite so far. Um, <clears throat> I feel pretty good about saying that. I thought so. And as we just talk about everything that happened in it. I think it really hit all the yeah. notes. I'd had great yeah. action set pieces, had those great emotional talks, had great cameos, and God, did it push the plot forward in a way that I truly don't know what happens next. And I and I think, yeah, either. looking back, I'm glad we had those couple episodes of Sid gives a mission, we do them. Sid gives a mission, then we do them. Like, I'm glad that not every episode is like this. So the balance in this show, I think, is really super solid, making it perhaps one of the best... Overall quality first seasons of Star Wars television we've ever gotten.
0: Yeah, absolutely
1: sure. loving it. I mean, was this
0: was was this y'all's favorite episode, Charles West?
3: Yeah. Yes, this was this was definitely my favorite episode. Just like yeah. just
0: like uh, well, four of us, man. That is yeah, kind of right. unheard of. Well, and I think <laughs> i I've been given... they left us in
3: question, right? That's yeah, what, I know. the best part of the, the show was is what's going to happen next. We kind of yeah, we, we kind of had an idea, but on the past episodes, but this one, you're like, they actually saw a formidable foe that stopped one of them, completely stopped them in their tracks and took their, their most prized possession from them. So now everybody's on the edge of their seat for next Friday.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I've been given a lot of these episodes, I don't know, 7.5, something along those lines. Not because they're not good. They've been great, but I just knew this is what we had coming. Cause like, I have absolute Mm -hmm. faith in Filoni and the whole creative team behind this. And this was the first one. I think I gave a, a, over a nine and a half, and I expected yeah. a, a lot more of those coming. So this, this is what I've been saving those up for. So,
1: Well, I'm glad. And, and before we get into the, the outro here, speaking of high ratings, I want to give a little teaser to you all that are watching live as a thank you. Uh, tomorrow night on The Living Force, we are going to be doing our last draft for a while because I love them a lot, and I've gotten in a mood. Uh, So we'll be taking a break from our drafts. But tomorrow night, we're going to be showcasing the Uteni timeline uh, and showcasing our eras of canon reading. I know that a lot of people like that organization. And we're going to be drafting a book from every era to make our ideal team. Uh, There's going to be a lot more tactics than usual. We're going to show off the glorious work our timeline team has done. uh, And, you know, that week when Corey worked like 98 hours on it. Uh, So I'm very excited. (laughs) Tune in tomorrow night at the usual time. Uh, 8 p.m. Eastern to tell us which books you love and maybe they'll find our ways onto our team. So we'll see you tomorrow night for that. Again, happy Father's Day to all the dads out there that are watching this or listening to this. Uh, We hope you have a great day relaxing or doing whatever it is you want to do. And to all the people uh, that are father figures out there, whether that be for a dog, whether that be for a kid that's not your own, you are absolutely important. You're an Uncle Wrecker and we love you. And on that, everyone, thank you, for listening or watching to this week's episode of Bounty Hunt. Keep your eyes out for our next hunt, and we'll be diving into Episode 9 of The Bad Batch. A special thank you to Cheryl Bell, Patrick Ortiz, and Carl Sander on our Jedi High Council, and Elizabeth Cloutier, Jason Mitchell, Freddie C., and Sally and Chris Eilerson on our Alliance High Command for their amazing support. Go ahead and tell us all your thoughts about The Bad Batch in our Discord community at utdcom discord. Use those spoiler tags, of course. Be sure to follow the main show on Twitter at Living Force Pod, and always individually for our latest thoughts about all things Star Wars. I'm at Eric Eilerson, Corey is at Doc Star Wars MT, Charles is at C Hankel, and West is at Boss West. Until next next Ah dang it! Bye! I messed it up <laughs> 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 oh, That was uh, phenomenal.
0: If at first <laughs> you don't
2: succeed, give up in a fit of anger.
0: You've been listening to the Bounty Hunt Podcast.
2: Yeah? Good.
0: To learn more about other Utini Patreon exclusives, visit utini.com.